Welcome to episode 5 of season 2 from Adventure to Innkeeper, a podcast for all LARPers. I am your host, Martin, and we will be talking about live-action roleplay events and experiences. This particular episode is being recorded at DragonCon, and what better venue could you find for recording a podcast about LARP aside from a LARP itself, I guess? Uh, throughout this series, we talk about specific LARPs and also more general topics surrounding LARP. Uh, this episode was originally supposed to be uh, Joe Back, The Rise and Fall of LARP Company, but as I sadly could not secure anyone to talk about it, it means that unless you're directly involved, uh, you probably won't learn the lessons that, that some people possibly need to learn. Um, I see at least one LARP company making somewhat similar mistakes, so it, it saddens me that that you know I like their LARP and sadly won't be able to record something that will help them not take pitfalls. Uh, instead, today we're going to look at LARP in a post-COVID-19 world. So LARP in a post-COVID-19 world will look at how COVID-19 has changed LARP in our current environment, uh, and how LARP will hopefully be once the pandemic has subsided. So a little bit of background for you, COVID-19 is the colloquial name for the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is a coronavirus in the SARS family. SARS is a family of viruses associated with severe acute respiratory syndrome, and coronaviruses are a group of viruses connected to, among other things, the common cold, SARS, uh, and MERS, which is Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, and, of course, COVID-19. Uh, there have been 212 million reported infections and 4.44 million deaths worldwide from COVID-19 so far. So in case any of our listeners think that COVID-19 is just like the flu, comparing the 2019 flu numbers, uh, you see that that ranges from about 290,000 to 650,000 deaths, so considerably less. The important thing for us as LARPers is that we now have vaccines against COVID-19, which have good levels of protection. Uh, both the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna come in somewhere between about 94 95% effective against getting the virus. And the uh, adenoviral vector uh, vaccine by Johnson & Johnson is about 72% effective overall. Uh, however, the, the important number, at least pre-Delta variant, is that all three are pretty much 100% effective against hospitalization and 100% effective against death. Um, there have been some what the media are calling breakthrough cases in the Delta variant, even where vaccinated people have gotten COVID-19 and died, but they're very rare. Um, it's less than 1% in pretty much all cases. And breakthrough is probably also not the right term in the sense that no virus is, uh, no, no vaccine is actually 100% effective um, in general. I mean, you know, you, you still stand a chance of getting a, uh, the measles or mumps, even if you've had the, the measles or or mumps vaccine. Uh, but basically, if you're not an idiot, get vaccinated. For those who don't know, in my day job, I work in pharmaceutical companies and I've actually worked on a few coronaviruses in the past year. So I actually have access to a lot of this data, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but so how does all of this affect LARP? Before we step into that topic, I'd like to take this moment to thank Feedspot, which is a blogging site. Uh, for including From Adventure to Innkeeper as one of the top five LARP podcasts. Their list is a good one, and I can recommend all the podcasts on it, with, of course, a major bias to the one which came in at number four originally and has since moved up to their number two spot, uh, which would be this one. <laughs> 
Uh, their website is blog.feedspot.com, and the top five list can be found at blog.feedspot.com backslash LARP underscore podcast. This show is for both new LARPers through to seasoned veterans, and we'll be implementing a scale to know uh, to let you know what the main focus uh, is for each of the episodes. Episodes air every odd month, so January, March, May, July, September, November, and they're approximately one to two hours in length. Every episode is for everyone, but some focus uh, more on issues which will resonate with one group or another. As such, we have a scale which will tell you what the focus of the topics is and possibly the depths of some of the various bogs and dungeons that we're going to be wading into. The scale for this episode, as with most this season, is adventure as it's aimed at the general player, both new and experienced, young and elder. Uh, we'll be covering some heavy topics in this episode, but they, but they do relate directly to players and, and are heavy due to the topic, not the concept. As this uh, topic covers such a, a wide variety of, of LARP in general, I've, I've arranged for some guests to help me via Zoom to discuss what their thoughts are uh, on LARP in a post-COVID world. So with me via Zoom today, I have Stephanie from the US, Antti from Finland, and Ada from Poland. So thank you, Stephanie, Antti, and Ada for joining me today. Uh, before we begin an open discussion, let me first ask you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and your involvement with LARP. So Stephanie, if you'd like to go ahead. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I have been LARPing for, I believe, the past five years. I'm relatively new to LARP. Um, and yeah, I, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me here. My pleasure. Uh, Antti? Yeah. Hi, I'm Antin from Finland, like we said, and um, I've been LARPing for, geez, like 20 years now. And uh, I've organized some LARPs and like run run a couple of bigger bigger LARPs, uh, one international blockbuster, and then um, participated in I'm guessing over 200 LARPs already. So uh, long time no LARP. Oh, very true. Um, Ada. I Ada. I'm Ada uh, from Poland. Uh, hello everyone, and thank you for inviting me. I'm. I still feel like a newbie in LARPing community and LARPing life, but I was at College of Wizardry LARP two times, and I'm planning to do to do more LARPs in the future. Actually, in this week too. And I'm a researcher, uh, academic researcher, and LARPs are one of my main interests, actually. All right, thank you for that. Um, so to ensure that we're all on the same page for the purposes of this conversation, I'm just going to briefly define what specifically we're talking about today. So LARP in a post-COVID-19 world will look at where we think LARP is going based on what we've seen in the past 18 months with the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and with the development of the COVID-19 vaccines and physical safeguards such as masking, hand sanitizers, physical distancing uh, to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19. So now that we're hopefully all on the same page, I will open this up to my guests on uh, Zoom so that we can begin delving a little bit deeper into this aspect of LARP. So what do the three of you see as the biggest challenge for LARP starting back up again? 
I think bringing back the feeling of safety, safetyness. It's the biggest challenge for me because we want to have the safe environment, but how it could be safe again if we know there's pandemic, there's a disease which we can just catch from each other just by being together. So I think that's one of the biggest challenge to get back this safety feeling in in new situation, in new kind of social life also. I would pretty much agree fully with that. I was like actually thinking, yeah, safety, safety is probably the biggest uh, hurdle we're gonna have. Or like the feeling of safety and like organizing things safely in compliance with rules and regulations. I also agree to that. Um, uh, I also think that like, uh, how do I say this? Um, there's like safety for the people who are concerned about safety and also safety in terms of the people who are not concerned about safety. Um, being able to prepare for both of those things. Cause I know uh, part of the reason a lot of the people I know will not be LARPing or have not been LARPing is because like they know that them and their close circle are vaccinated or, you know, are taking precautions, but they don't have any idea about the people around them, what precautions they've taken or if they're taking any. So um, obviously there's no way to do that really right now, but um, yeah, <laughs> making sure that even if you're being careful, just that one person who's not being careful um, doesn't ruin everything for everybody. <laughs> It's also difficult to think how we can be in game if out of game there is pandemic. Uh, if we if there's a solution to add pandemic to every lab now, how to um, how to say others in gamingly in game why we wear masks, for example, in because in Poland, for example, now it's. Uh, uh, it's said that we should wear a mask also in uh, uh, not open places, but in the close uh, areas. So during the witcher school, I should wear a mask. But how organizers would, um, how to say it in English, uh, how they tell us why we should wear this mask in game. It's also another difficulty. So feeling safe and also making these uh, precautions and rules of pandemic in as an in-game characteristics. Yeah, like in the fiction. Mm -hmm. So since since the vaccines were brought up, I mean, do, do you think that vaccination status will be a major part of LARPing in the future? I hope so. Um, I mean, like I live with like my 84 year old grandmother and the idea of like going to something that should be just like a fun time that I get to have to, you know, escape reality for a little bit and have fun with my friends and then coming home and giving a deadly disease to my grandmother is not something that I want to do or is not something that I would be willing to risk. Um, and I know that there are other people who have similar situations or even are immunocompromised themselves who like don't want to risk going to an event if 
everyone who's there is not vaccinated. I actually wrote down, like when I was thinking about this question, I was thinking that it's probably not going to be a major thing, like vaccination status, but that will definitely depend on the pandemic. I mean, if it starts like going away, which I really, really hope it does, then it will not be a big thing. But then obviously if it's, if it's a staying thing, yeah, then it'll, it'll definitely affect shit a lot. <laughs> we also got the problem in Poland with people who are not willing to be vaccinated actually. And there is a lot of anti-vaccinators people, anti I'm not sure I'm saying this correctly in English, but they are just shouting that vaccines are gonna kill us. And that's another problem here, actually. I don't know how it's in your countries, um, but we're dealing with this, with this because half of the population, not even the half of the population was vaccinated. And it's a major problem here in Poland. So uh, for me, this kind of... Um, Events, LARPs are kind of events for pleasure, for entertainment, should be only for vaccinated people. And probably if someone from Poland will hear my words, I will receive a few messages. You should be dead. How much they pay you for saying that? But yes, I think if we want to do something for our entertainment, we should uh, do everything to make it safe. So we should do the vaccines. But I know it's kind of radical, as I saw what happened in France when uh, they decided, the government decided to be radicals in this area, in this case. So it will be really difficult if, as Antti said, if this disease will stay with us. I hope not. Uh, but it will be the major problem with people who are willing to... Um, attend the LARP, play the LARP, and not being vaccinated because they actually think that the disease, the um, pandemic, or are fictional, uh, and not the LARP um, plot is the fictional. Yeah, that, that's, I think it's a big problem. It could be a major problem, um, but I cannot have any idea to resolve this because LARPs are taking place in really um, all over the world. So each country also has it um, different rules and not every country can also give the uh, citizens the vaccines. So in Poland, we got more vaccines than people willing to being vaccinated. And I know it's not, uh, it's not that in every country in the world. So that's also another problem with the people who, will, who are willing to be vaccinated, but they just cannot. Hmm. So out of curiosity, um, for the three of you that are here, um, what, what vaccines were available in each of your countries? Well, the U.S. had access to Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J, as far as I remember. I don't think we ever had access to an AstraZeneca vaccine. In Poland, the same. We also got the AstraZeneca. I am AstraZeneca. I was vaccinated by, by this uh, traditional vaccine. Yeah, but we also got the four of this. This Russian uh, vaccine is not available here, for example. We mostly had Pfizer and Moderna, but also AstraZeneca was used in the beginning, but not anymore. 
So looking at um, looking at other industries, um, so for example, the cruise industry in, 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 in the U.S. and I think sort of globally is is beginning to require uh, proof of vaccine status or proof of a negative COVID test within, I think it's 48 hours of, of sailing. Um, I know that here at DragonCon, they're requiring proof of vaccination status or proof of a negative COVID test, and they've even got set up a rapid test uh, here at the con because you have to prove it within 24 hours. Um, so how, how do you think that that, um, you know, sh sh should those people who are, are, are refusing to vaccinate, and, and I know that, Adi, you've already touched on it a little bit, um, excluding those who, who can't due to legitimate medical reasons, like immunocompromised persons, um, but should those people be barred or prevented from participating in LARP, in your opinion? The test can be this proof of being tested negatively is one of the good ideas, especially for the people who cannot be vaccinated because of the medical reasons. My friend is in that um, situation. She cannot be vaccinated even though she really wanted to, um, but she thinks about attending the concert, uh, but she only wants to attend it um, by being safe there. Uh, so she's willing to do every test they wanted to. She's like, okay, I will do everything to be safe and to make others feel safe. I will do every test um, you require. Uh, I cannot be vaccinated. So I think this, um, this solution with proof or being uh, proof of being vaccinated or um, having this uh, negative test is kind of good idea. And I think it could work actually in the future, not only now. I mean, for whatever events I'm ever gonna run, like considering if the pandemic is at a reasonable like level, like it is, it is now, like as in obviously on, uh, then definitely I will be requiring people to, <laughs> like I will bar people who don't have a medical reason to be not vaccinated. If they're not vaccinated, they're not coming. Only only people who have a legitimate reason or a vaccination can, because that's the way we protect the people who have legitimate reasons why they can't get vaccinated. And like, I'll probably do a risk assessment for myself. Like, if if someone runs a LARP, because I mean, like, it's a it's a like um, it's a private event. Anyone can do what they want with their own private events, and then I'll look at how they run it and decide on that if I'm going there or not. If they seem to be very lax with vaccination status or like don't care or like even negative towards it, then I'm definitely skipping that shit. Yeah, I I definitely think that if you like don't have a reason for not getting vaccinated, and you, you just you shouldn't be allowed to go LARP with people who are trying to keep other people safe. Like this isn't a game, this isn't like a fun little like reddit conversation you can have online about whether or not the vaccine is real or the covid is real or whatever like people like in america like hundreds of thousands of people are dead because of this and i'm not gonna make like a larp that i go to the next big community spread of a disease that's gonna hurt people um obviously like i don't run larps so i can't make those rules but i can choose the larps that i'm going to go to and like you said like if 
people have a negative view against vaccines or if they don't care, I'm probably not going to go to that LARP because that's just a huge risk that I'm not willing to take. And I know a lot of the people that I LARP with are also not willing to take. So it's interesting because I, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, one of the reasons that, that I'm at DragonCon is because I, I did a, a, a risk assessment before I came here and, and you know, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm more than two weeks out from my last dose by months. Um, you know, I, I follow the, the data very closely because I work in that industry. And, you know, as... as where you're looking, you know, they're they're limiting the size of the event, which is which is just, I think, a good idea in general. Um, you know, they're they're requiring the vaccine, um, and where where you don't have the vaccine, they're requiring, you know, pretty much an on-site test to ensure that you don't have it. I have issues with testing, not because I think it's a bad idea, just because I think that that, quite honestly, having spoken to a lot of doctors, it, it really is partially pointless because <laughs> um, the test gives you a snapshot in time right so and you know diseases take time to incubate so you could be tested today you could have gotten covid yesterday but the test today still shows you negative because it doesn't it, it hasn't had enough time to get into your system mm -hmm. um but meanwhile the whole time you're doing that you're spreading it around correct um so you know th therefore Therefore, you know, the other thing that basically said that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine coming to an event like this is that, that, you know, they're requiring masking in all indoor situations. The hotels are enforcing it. The con is enforcing it. Um, and, you know, there's, they're, they're taking at least the precautions that they can take. Uh, you know, hand sanitizer is provided everywhere so everybody can, you know, ensure that their hands are clean before they start touching things. Um, you know, most, most of the doors into events are not being opened by the attendees. They're being opened by the safety personnel for the con. Um, so, you know, they're, they're taking a lot of precautions that, that I think are, are definitely beneficial. So when, when you think about a LARP that you're planning on attending, uh, if, if, if you have any LARP that you're planning on attending, um, what precautions do you know that they're planning on? Uh, on at Witcher School, as I know now, we should wear masks. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, in indoor situation also allow. Uh, also, um, I don't know if in the uh, open area the masks are still required. I think uh, outside of the castle, maybe not. But we should wear masks in the castle. And we should use the sanitizers. As I said, read the regulations, um, the sanitizers should be everywhere. We should also uh, wash our hands. And if there is no soap, we should also report it. And it's clearly said that you should always report it. So they make a lot of precautions based in social distancing and um, being just hygienic and using the sanitizers, but I don't know if they will be checking the uh, COVID passports because in Europe we get that kind of thing. And the COVID passport you can get uh, 
uh, after you being fully vaccinated or after negative test or as a person who are who've been through the COVID. So maybe they will be checking this, but I don't know it yet because it depends also from the uh, Polish government regulations. Yeah, because we don't know how they will treat this kind of event um, uh, in a few days because here it's changing sometimes every week. I mean, the regulations can be changed in one week. So I don't know. Uh, I still don't know if they will be checking it. But as you, I'm fully vaccinated. I also been through COVID. So if there will be anyone without um, this COVID passport or if there will be anyone saying that it's pandemic, not pandemic, I will be really angry and probably I will be out of game because it's different when you've been through this, when your grandparents died because of this. And it's just different when you just experience this disease, not only by you being um, infected, but also by you saying goodbye to your um, closest friends and your family. Uh, so I don't know. I hope they will say something about uh, the COVID passports. I hope they will. But still, if they won't, uh, won't check it, if we got it or not, I knew few people from this uh, LARP edition and I know they're being vaccinated. And I know in this LARP community, uh, LARP Poland uh, LARP community, uh, people are open to being vaccinated. I didn't see any posts or discussion about uh, it's not real. So that kind of makes me feel more safe. But as Auntie said, uh, and now I started to think about it, if there is no, uh, if the organizers are not um, willing to check if you're vaccinated, you said, I won't go for it. Not, this shit is not for me. And now I started to think if it will be okay for me now, if they won't be checking these passports. But I think I will go because I must go because it's also part of my research project and my uh, school knows that I'm coming there. So it's kind of situation where it's, um, how to say it, uh, let me check the word only, uh, delegation. Yeah, so it's, they delegate me to attend this lab. So it's more difficult for me, but I hope they will check the passport. Sorry, I make this um, little chaotic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, it's, it's okay. Um, no, I definitely agree with you. And I'm sorry that you find yourself in such a like delicate position when it comes to having to pick between like your research and like your safety. That's really difficult. Um, at the LARPs that I'm going, well, the LARPs singular this year, I'm going to, um, they, had said that we weren't going to wear masks in July, back when things were sort of starting to go better, people were getting vaccinated. Um, but since like the new variants have sort of ravaged our country a little bit, um, they have updated the policy as of like a couple weeks ago, saying that anytime you're indoors, you have to wear a mask pretty much. And you have to, like, and even before that, they said that you would have to show up with proof of vaccination. Um, 
which is the only reason why I'm still going to this event. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's updating all the time and they will post on like their Facebook saying this is updated and they'll share a link to their, um, COVID-19 policy page saying like what's happening and the policy of the, um, and there's also the line of like what the campsite will accept in terms of policy and what they want for policy. And so, um, like the campground itself is saying like, you need to have your proof of vaccination or proof of non-vac, like you can't be vaccinated. Um, and they also, they ensure, they ensure, for people who are worried about things like that, they assure you that they don't store your medical information and ask you not to like send them like photos of like your ID and your COVID passport and stuff like that or your vaccination card. Um, so they're trying to like appease the people who think this is some sort of medical scam but are going along with it anyways, I think, um, which I guess is nice. I don't know. <laughs> this It's all kind of a mess and it's all kind of being, you know, like everyone has said, it's all kind of changing as it happens. So uh, like tomorrow there could be a whole new COVID policy and I that would just be the new COVID policy. It's also other difficulty uh, if one LARP is taking place, for example, in Poland and you're from US and you need to come here. And in Poland, if you're not vaccinated, you have to have this quarantine or the test when you come here for now it's like that when you come to poland on the first day you need to uh, during the first two days you need to do the uh, test and when you access the poland you also need to make a test before you access the poland so it's another difficulty yeah? if you want to attend the larp in poland you need to check the uh, every requirements and regulations here and you also need to check the regulations in your country and you also need to how to say it uh you need to just check in it constantly even the day before you will departure you need to also check if the regulations didn't change so mm -hmm. if you're vaccinated even you if you know it's pandemic not pandemic even if you uh, fully uh, ready to attend the larp in safety conditions and even if you're not sick you need to just be, uh, you cannot be safe with your plan, actually. So it's also risky, just not in the way you can get the disease. It's also risky just because your carmonogram, your plans can just be changed, um, but not by you, but, but just by another country, another country government. So we're um, looking at, we, we, we are running a LARP at some point <laughs> um, that, you know, initially we, we had vaccination requirements for all the players. Um, and that, that caused at least three players to quit because um, in one case they couldn't get the vaccine and in two others they didn't, they just didn't want to. Good riddance. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. uh, pr pretty much. And, 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 you know, and, and, and that, that was basically our view as well is that's fine. You don't, you, you know, we, we want to make sure all the players are protected. So if you're not going to get vaccinated, that's fine. Don't come to the LARP. Um, but then we had, then we had the surge in, in, in the Delta variant cases. 
um, here in the U.S., which is is interesting because it's actually not one of those variants that that um, that breaks. I mean, it, so so vaccines are interesting because there's there's a certain percentage of effectiveness in all vaccines. No vaccine's 100% effective. And hearing the news media talk about breakthrough cases is hysterically funny to somebody who understands it because you're you're not looking at breakthrough cases. You're looking at cases where where very likely it you know you fall in that that top five percent where it's just not effective, or that bottom five percent where it's just not effective. However, however way you want to look at it, um, and and if you look at the percentage of Delta variant cases in vaccinated people, it's something stupidly small, like zero point zero one. Um, or, or, you know, around that, that stage. And people are, are absolutely panicking. Um, but, you know, read a lot of interesting epidemiological articles about how the beta variant is actually the one that vaccine, uh, that vaccinated people should worry about because it breaks through a lot more um, because of the way that it, it works. Anyways, all of that sort of a side note to the fact that, that the county health board basically reached out because they knew we were running the LARP because we had we had told them and they basically asked us to postpone because it's an indoor LARP and after much discussion we we decided that yeah that's that's the right option to do we'll postpone because it's it's important for our players to feel safe um, it's important for the staff to feel safe um, but it, it it it's a very long segue I guess into the question of of postponement or cancellation. Um, wh which ones do you guys think that LARP groups should choose? I mean, I think, like, obviously, like, postponement is preferred to cancellation in terms of, like, you know, I've paid for this ticket. I really want to go to this event that's really fun. Um, I think it depends on, like, where you are and what, like, the COVID situation is in your area. Like, you know, if you're in Florida and everyone is getting sick left and right, then maybe like, you know, you can't just be like, oh yeah, we'll postpone it for like a month or we'll postpone it for like two months because there's no evidence to say that anything is going to change in Florida anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I think if, you know, there's been like, you know, recent like community transmission, but like for the most part, the community has been very good about vaccinating and, you know, keeping separate and, um, like it looks like that will fall off in time. I think postponement is like a great option. Um, it just depends on, um, I mean, it sucks, you know, cause you, there's really, there's really no way you can predict what the COVID situation will look like in tomorrow until th three months from now, there's no way. Um, but I think as long as you're not continuing to postpone it over and over again, I think it's, a great well, tool to use. And, and I think that most postponements that I've seen have either been postponements by six months or postponements by a full year. Um, a good example of that is Triumph, um, which is that, that post-apocalyptic Hunger, Hunger Games LARP, which my wife and I had originally signed up for and then made the decision that since we've essentially gotten to live through a post-apocalyptic hell, we're just not going. It's, it, it no longer holds any interest to us as a LARP. Um, but that one's been postponed twice now and, and it's been postponed by a year every time. Um, but I'd like to hear from our other, our other guests before I ask the next question, which leads up, which is sort of a, a 
tied into this. So, Auntie, Ada, any, any thoughts on postponement versus cancellation? Actually, the Witcher School was postponed twice, too. And it should took place over a year ago. And it was postponed during the third wave of pandemic. So they uh, postponed it again, as Stephanie said. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure how to, uh, to say your name. So, yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and they decided to postpone it before even the government said you should. So it was okay with me because I was like, okay, organizers think about us. They know it will be hard for us hearing this again, that uh, it will not take place this year or this month. And I'm really happy that we can do it this week because now the situation in Poland is okay. Mm, there's not a lot of cases of Delta too. So I think it's a good move of them. But as uh, it was said, it depends. It depends from the actual situation and from the mm, infection cases and so on. Uh, so every time it depends. If the situation is in a high risk, the postpone to making the postpone is the best decision, I think. I mean, yeah, it generally also depends on the LARP. Like I've had a couple of games that were postponed, definitely. Like like most games have postponed, but then also had a couple of games that have canceled completely because like the organizers, because like we don't really have like for-profit LARPs at all here. So it's like all of it's uh all of it's well, like I don't think there's any like f like what we, we would consider LARPs to be like for profit here. So like it's all all done by volunteers and like for no no money. So it's like one one LARP campaign, for example, was completely canceled because originally the time frame that they had planned for it, uh, it was like around a year and a half, and then suddenly when like it started looking like it might go for a couple of years if they started postponing it they just decided to go with like yeah we're we're just gonna we we played one of the the first game of the campaign and after that we just had to kind of like or they had to pull the plug on it because simply their the people running it didn't necessarily have the chops to continue with it like on yeah. onwards forever yeah. And it's also rough, like when you're doing like an indoor LARP in a venue, like whether or not the venue will let you, you know, transfer your reservation for that space over to the next year. Like, yeah, my aunt works in the hotel business and like a lot of people like she's been able to, you know, reschedule their event to the next year because of COVID. And so there's been like no fees generally for the most part for doing that. But I know other places have not been so kind of doing that. Um, so it's hard if you're like, you know, especially if you're a smaller LARP group or like volunteers, like you said, like having to like repay for a whole other venue when the one that you already paid for is already gone. So sometimes it's like, um, it's not also like, like an option to reschedule it. Thinking of like the situation that happened with the Witcher School where they've kind of got like all the venue and all that. And they're kind of like pulling like a, pulling red figures because they have to postpone but they still have to pay people and try to keep afloat i mean yes. that's that's definitely not a happy place to be for an organizer and i don't envy anyone who's trying to make it in, into a living in this day and age right now yeah especially the larps that are like they tried to start like 
right the same year as COVID started and they're like, all right, sorry, we're postponing our LARPs. Um, like luckily they haven't, you know, like had their first event yet. So it's not like, oh, people have already done this. They've enjoyed it. Now it's time to come back and do it again, but we can't, we're like keep on postponing like the space. Um, but it's just, yeah, I feel very badly for anyone who is struggling with their venues right now. Cause that's just a huge money sink. Um, but for people like that, that might just be easier to cancel, yep. um, so that they're not, you know, just hemorrhaging money into COVID. Cut their like, losses. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad and unfortunate, but like <laughs> the capitalism sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't want like a LARP organizer to never run another event again, just because I really want one event to happen like right yeah. now, you know, especially in like taking like extra risks because running it now would be like there's a high possibility of stuff happening like especially beforehand before the vaccines were up it felt like way too much of a risk but Mm -hmm. like once again i could only feel sympathy for their financial situation so it wasn't like yeah yeah and i'm very curious to know how much it costs dragon con to get like on-site test like immediate testing like i'm very curious to know what the numbers are for that because like if I'm assuming it's a lot of money and I don't know that like smaller LARPs or even normal LARPs can put that into their budget. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that, that, you know, so, so um, you can get, you, you can get, um, there, there's a whole bunch of uh, physician or nurse led home testing that you can do um, that works out to about, um, I want to say it's $25 a test kit. So it's probably about $25 per person to get it done here would be my guess. Cause I think they're using the same, the, the same test kit by um, Abbott, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Um, and there's how many people there? Uh, so they have limited the con to 35,000. Oh, wow. What are you doing that, Matt? That's a lot of money. Well, but also realize though, that, that, I think a vast majority of the people are vaccinated. Um, we, when we went to pick up um, Sarah Kate's badge, um, the group that needed testing, I'd say was probably around maybe a hundred. Um, now that was one snapshot in time for when we went to pick it up. So that was, that was later in the day. So there, there may have been a lot more that were tested earlier and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also realize that that is small for Dragon Con. Usually, it tops out around about one hundred and ten people, one hundred and ten thousand. So crazy numbers for me. <laughs> so, well, so, yeah. so, so so I mean, right? So they're so they're limiting their size massively because of that, you know. And, and they're they're doing they're they'd canceled last they'd canceled last year's. So they're doing everything they can this year to ensure that that safety things are put into place. But it also. I guess leads into the the next question kind of, which is how many times do you think that a group can postpone a LARP before the players begin losing interest in the LARP itself? I mean, like with a, with a LARP that really captures people's imaginations, I'd say like indefinitely, but then like if, if it's, once again, it depends on the LARP. (laughs) Yeah. That, that old axiom. I mean, like, it, like some games will, I, I would say like if if the, that, that had happened to Odysseus, 
we probably could have kept on postponing and people would have been like still, but then also you'd have to consider how long are the organizers willing to postpone before uh, they, uh, they run out of steam for that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, it depends on the LARP and like the level of interest in it. Um, I'm sure a lot of like new LARPs are freaking out because they're like, we can't postpone so many times because we've done all this work to get people interested and get people coming. And for a LARP that they've never done before to just be like, oh yeah, wait two years. That's like a really hard thing to ask. But of course there's also the people who, you know, you postpone it once for like two months or six months and they're like, I'm already uninterested. I'm already moving on to the next thing. Um, so, I mean, it depends on the LARP, but it depends on the player as well. I'm sure there are people who will wait at infinity for a LARP and there's people yep. who will just immediately move on the moment it, there's a postponement. So, But so far, at least it feels still like people really do understand the concerns and that everything like that. If it becomes like a routine thing to do just for shits and giggles or like, or like, because we're not prepared with the LARP postponing for that reason would probably, you'd be we'd completely different from like, yeah, it's just the pandemic situation is terrible. And mm -hmm. I just like, I have to keep my optimism up and believe that the pandemic situation will change one way or the other. And like that will resolve some of these issues. Yeah. You said a really important thing about the new LARPs and the old guard, old LARPs. Uh, it's kind of situation when you wait for your uh, favorite uh, singer or band to make a concert. And if you know this band and he, if you love them, you will wait for this concert as long as you have to, even if it will be five years, for example. I was waiting for Rolling Stones in Poland like 12 years <laughs> and they wow okay you we will be again in Poland I was like okay when I can buy this ticket so every year I was checking the tour to see if they will be in Poland so every year every how uh, every few months actually because it wasn't always the tour for a whole year it was sometimes the tour for a six months yeah so every six months of every year since I was a teenager I was just checking if my favorite band will be in Poland or in Germany or in Czech Republic because it's close enough and I was just fighting to buy a ticket and so this metaphor can um, say what I want to say if you already attends the LARP and you love the vibe, love the base, the world, the people there, the uh, the kind of players are attending it. You can wait as long as it's possible. And as Andy said, we know it's pandemic thing. It's not like they just want to postpone it because, because yes, they just wanted to do it. We understand the situation. And I think a lot of LARPers in whole world understands this situation so they will wait for the lab they know the lab they labs they love uh, as long as it's gonna take actually but with the new labs it's more difficult it's like the new band you can just hear their songs and you can love the songs but you can not know uh, how you cannot see, for example, on YouTube what the concerts look like, looks like, for example. Yeah, so it's like with kind of 
with LARPs. You can read about them. You can feel the vibe from the trailers because sometimes they do the trailers and you can think about attending it and you can think about it. I will love it, but it's not that you can even hear from someone else how it was because it didn't happen yet. So it's difficult. And I think the old ones, the, for example, Witcher's School, College of Wizardry in Poland, are safe. I mean, even if they postpone it like 10 times, people will still gonna attend it because we know they are good. They are highly organized too. And we know that it will happen. Actually, with College of Wizardry, there was a situation and they got the financial, financial problems and they said to the players, few weeks before the game, we don't know if it will take place. And the beautiful thing, it, it, uh, it, it is going to be my first LARP. And I was just scared uh, how it's possible they will not do it. It was in 2018 and 18 or 19, 19, uh, before the pandemic. It was uh, on the March or April. I cannot remember now, but they gave us the information. So sorry, we don't know if it will uh, going to happen. And people, instead of being just um, angry and instead of being just, uh, how to say it, uh, not nice to the organizers, people starting to think how to solve this how to solve the problem, how to gain more money, how to make this happen. So I'm not saying it and you cannot see it, but I got the ghost pumps <laughs> uh, because it was really huge feeling. It was powerful feeling of being in society who wants to support each other and organizers too. Uh, so I think it's, it's also the kind of, um, not the function, uh characteristic um the people who are larpers have just not to think oh it's a pity but thinking oh it's a pity how to solve it how to make this work so we could wait even for this new larps i think so do you think that covid19 affects the future of blockbuster LARP more than it affects like small parlor LARP in general? Most probably is my guess. Like there are bigger events that need more precautions and stuff, but I mean, it's, it's doable assuming the pandemic stays even at this level, it's just precautions and stuff that you have to take into account, but, and like smaller games definitely won't have as many issues with that because it can, talk more directly with participants and and stuff like that so that's my guess yeah and i mean i mean of course there are like the parlor larps that like um that happen frequently they you know have a, like a very frequent like a regular player base that they're like i mean yeah i'll see you guys again at whenever we see each other again um but of course there's like the parlor LARPs and the smaller LARPs just in general that uh, like they have some of that, but a lot of their player base is, you know, either coming in for the first time or um, 
they're one of many LARPs that the people go to. And so, um, you know, depending on like where you have to travel or um, like whether or not like they're willing to, you know, even get the vaccine. Um, I feel like there's some people who are like, eh, I don't have to go to this LARP. I have other LARPs that I can go to that won't require XYZ or have LARPs in places that don't require XYZ. Um, so it all depends. Well, let's keep repeating. It depends. It depends on the forever. <laughs> the kind of being not safe just by saying it depends. How will the future will look like? It, it depends. It depends. Uh, we cannot. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's difficult, but uh, I when we were talking about this uh, thing about do you need to travel to the small lab or the big lab? Uh, it's also that kind of. Uh, situation when, for example, big, highly organized LARPs are um, most of the time um, the big events, I mean, in uh, that country regulations. So if you get the more than 100 people, you need to uh, register, for example, this event, yeah? And you need to have a certain precautions, not only because of the pandemic, just because it's a highly organized big group, a big event with big group of people. So you need to do a lot of, uh, do a lot of formal work. And if this, if, we, um, well, with the small uh, LARPs, it's kind of more easy. So small LARP, for example, for 20 or 30 people can be more easy to postpone, for example, and um, can have less formal work, less documents to fulfill, for example, uh, uh, in con concrete region or in concrete place or city. Yeah? So, for example, the small LARP, um, there's no need to register the small LARP in, as a big event. And with the big LARPs, you need to do a lot of more work. So in, it can be kind of paradox. So uh, with the small LARPs during the pandemic, I think maybe um, that's my idea, which comes to my mind now. <laughs> so how, how long do you think it will be before... LARP returns to kind of this pre-COVID pre-COVID state for everybody? Nothing will be in pre-COVID state, I think. Nothing, even LARPs. Depends on the pandemic, I'd say. True. Also true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that until, like it depends on like what people choose to do. Like if you know everyone had if everyone just went out and got vaccinated today then things might be different but um i don't think we're ever really gonna live in a pre-covid world ever again i think that just to like the damage it can do to people who can't get a vaccine and that are reliant on everyone else to get their vaccine and like actually make the disease disappear um, I mean, just looking at like the numbers and the way people treat the pandemic right now, I don't think there's ever going to be a time in which we go back to a pre-pandemic treatment of LARPs or anything in general. 
I'm I'm gonna go uh, out like hopeful on this and be like, hopefully we can go to a relatively pre-COVID world, except people just wash their hands fuckloads more. That yeah. would be like that. <laughs> If the one thing people get out of this is, oh, maybe I should wash my hands like a normal amount or even just like a plus normal amount. Yeah. And cancel things early if you're like, like cancel things definitely more if you got a flu or anything like that. Or if you can't, then wear a mask at least. Like wearing masks, I hope will become more normalized in Western society after this. Agreed. That's maybe like a good thing of COVID, if anything. (laughs) Yeah. Just like a general like care for the people around you and being like, Even though I want to have fun, I'm not going to put other people at risk to get what I have if I might have it or stuff like that. Hopefully. Um, I had a thought. I lost it. (laughs) Yesterday, someone in Poland was shouting at me because I wear a mask. Wow. So I cannot be so hopeful because they were just shouting at me, why are you wearing this? This is not just real. Oh, my God. They pay you so i'm not so hopeful that's why i said no nothing will be like pre-covid uh nothing will be back to pre-covid hmm, regulations situation and life actually because i just see now the people without a mask on their faces and i'm just thinking okay they maybe during the first weeks they started to buy a lot of toilet paper a lot of sanitizers the soap uh vanished from the shops but now there's a lot of masks they are cheap they are still on the shelves and there's a lot of toilet paper on the shelves too but they are not washing their hands they just going by bus and then just touching their nose because they got their masks uh under the noses and i'm just sitting bus buses and thinking Okay, so a few more years. Before. Yeah, I definitely feel that. There's definitely a lot of um, like people will come into my job, but it's not even like a like an aggressive thing. Like I've never had anyone. I'm sure there. Are, I mean, I live in America. I'm sure there are people who are like that. Um, but like, I live in a relatively like sparsely populated area, um, and everyone is not like it's not, it's not aggressive it's not malicious they're just like oh like i just want things to go back to normal and i'm like oh buddy things can't <laughs> go back to normal until you treat it like it's not normal so put a mask on i can't tell you to do that but cool <laughs> like it's it's a big old mess um and I don't know. Yeah. It's it's very weird cognitive dissonance when you run into people like that. Um, and then you're like, oh, so this is why like I haven't been able to LARP for over a year. It's not because, well, it's not entirely because of just angry anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers. It's also because of people who just like can't bear to be inconvenienced for more than like five minutes at a time. Yeah. They're saying that it's kind of thing the dogs are wearing. Uh, how to uh, say a muzzle. A muzzle, yeah. yeah. And they're saying it's a muzzle. I cannot wear it in the shop because it's a muzzle. And I'm just standing there uh, with the muzzle, with my uh, washed hands and after uh, with my hands after using the sanitizer. And I'm just thinking, how long does it take? Mm, because I was through this and they just don't believe me. I'm yeah. Saying, 
I was through this and I was um, I was curing for six or seven months. I still got uh, some kinds of complications after this. And I'm just, it's really hard for me sometimes to breathe in the mask uh, because my lungs are still not so well. So they just uh, standing uh, right next to me and saying to the security, I'm not wearing this muzzle because it's hard for me to breathe in it. And I'm just like, okay. It's hard for me, really, but I'm yeah. just wearing it. And you know when it's harder to breathe? When you have COVID. So maybe put your mask on for five seconds. Yes. It's like we just, we just need stronger stronger okay. restrictions for people because it's it's ridiculous. I mean, like, as a, as a person who wears glasses, I've always laughed at people being like, but it's so inconvenient. If you're not wearing glasses, you don't know even half of how inconvenient wearing a mask can be. Like, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fall, fall in that same category. So, yep. But yeah, being in pre-COVID situation during the LARPs is not something I feel it's possible because we are, I hope we are more careful about attending anything. And I'm not, I am careful because I know that people are not going, um, I'm not, people are not, um, following the restrictions and that's why i'm more careful than ever and then i think i will be for more years so it's not only the thing that they are not wearing it that people that this pandemic hopefully will disappear and we will just conquer it we will fight with it and we will be successful but it's also about just the physical uh, status about the mind i will be just more careful i think for five or more years because i would be still thinking about are they sick or are they not are they following the restrictions or they're not do i feel safe now or not so it's also about just thinking about what are happening now what has happened and what will happen i think it will stay with me for a really long time and i think it will be a problem for a lot of people just the state of mind, just feeling, again, safe and comfortable with other people. So, I mean, this is, this is, you know, we're slowly coming to the end of our time here. Um, but one final question for, for you all. Um, assuming it runs, what is next for each of you with LARP? Winter school. I so badly wanted I so badly wanted to go to Witcher school. It just was not in the cards. I am so jealous of you right now. <laughs> I hope you have the best time. I hope to I choose the character which is of course the orphan. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you want to have a good LARP, you need to choose the orphan for the first time. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I heard it one time and uh, it just works for me. I like to be orphan, half orphan, actually. And I will be the girl who has the colored hair, but uh, pink hair. So we need to uh somehow uh how to say it uh justify this kind of color of her in witcher's uh world so we decided we me and the organizers 
to make something with crazy experiments by crazy witch on me. So it will be really, really fun to being the adept of <laughs> witcher school with pink hair and um and how to say it? traumatic past with magic. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. And you anti? Uh, I'm going to two different Finnish local smaller LARPs on in October, like one in the beginning of October and the one in the end. Like one's going to be a campaign and the other's a one shot. Cool. Awesome. Um, it, literally this month, I am going to the Shire Town Shindig, which is a like a hobbit halfling family reunion. Um, and so nope. I'm very excited to just chill out and nap and play cards and dominoes and eat until I cannot walk. <laughs> Sounds great. No, it was... <laughs> so it's fair now. <laughs> Sadly, the, the, the LARP I was planning on in November has been postponed to next November, so there's nothing actually on my LARP calendar Ooh. until next year, mm-hmm. which is really, really sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it happens. Virtual hard. <laughs> It, it it happens, um, but it means hopefully it will actually. Sorry, next April is the is the next LARP, uh, which will be uh, Outbound Hope season two. Oh my gosh! I just realized I forgot to send in my survey for that. I have to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I have to send in my updated survey for it too. So <laughs> you're not you're not alone there. Perfect, awesome. Yeah, no, I just there's been so much going on for. Um, uh starfall academy that i totally forgot about up on hope and that happens especially if you got you know a whole bunch of good larp on the way mm-hmm. um so i think this has been an excellent discussion and i'd love to continue this for hours but unfortunately our time is coming to a close uh so i'd like to thank stephanie auntie and Ada for joining us today and uh thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode of from adventure to innkeeper a podcast for all larpers Our next episode, which will release on the 20th of November, 2021, uh, will be the sixth and final episode of our second season, and it will be looking at the development of a LARP in particular. Uh, This topic will cover how LARP gets developed from concept to the event itself, which has now been postponed, so concept to the postponement of the event, (laughs) I guess. Uh, I would like again to thank our guests for joining me live on the show. Uh, I'm your host, Martin. Thank you for listening. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Mal Books. Additionally, we'd like to thank Lex Media for the use of their Fred Rothmel Memorial Podcast Studio. And I'd like to thank Feedspot again for our inclusion in the top five LARP podcasts. Check out their links on our website, adventurertoinkeeper.com. <laughs>